The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, and I'm Wayne Shepherd. Delighted to be with you, and delighted to be with you, Percy. Absolutely. Another opportunity, my friend, to encourage God's people, and that is a privilege. All right. Now, you have to stay tuned. You have to stick with us for this entire program today. You're going to meet, uh, I know this is someone very, very special to you. I often open all shows by saying I'm excited to have this particular guest on the show. And but your I, face is lit up right and now. And I really am excited <laughs> when I say that. But this person surpasses anyone that we've ever spoken to with regard to the influence uh, and the exuberance of displaying the hope, the love, and the faith of God to people and, and, and personal relationship that I've had. Uh, her name is Feli Cooler, and we're going to hear from a true woman of God if there ever was one today. We often say at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient. But when it is desired, it is marvelous to see. It is, my friend. And that's what your life has been wrapped up in. It has. It has been wrapped around the idea of being able to provide the faith and the hope and the love of God when people needed and wanted it in some of their most dire hours. So we're calling this program today, Don't Keep God in a box. Uh, I won't say anything more about it because it'll be explained as you listen to the interview that we'll start here in just a few moments on health, hope, and inspiration. But let me remind you that our website is a great resource for you to check out. We always put resources there. Uh, Every week we put a new one up that you can download. Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients is this week's free resource. Percy, tell us what's in this. Yeah, Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients is a, it really helps people to understand that when people are Uh, addressing and dealing with the issues of sickness and disease and cancer, it really opens them up to the idea of spirituality and faith. And we need to be conscious of their spiritual needs and not sidestep them. And so this document was really designed to help individuals to understand the unique spiritual needs of cancer patients and potentially how to speak to them and how to address them. Just a couple of things that is contained here that you can begin to help people to step through. People are struggling with the love of God. Does God love me in the midst of this? So we need to help people to understand how to know how much God loves them and to know that God is more powerful than cancer. Uh, These are some unique spiritual dynamics, how to find courage and strength to fight the fear that cancer brings. This document has a lot of ammunition that will equip you to address the spiritual needs of cancer patients. Check it out. Download it right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com, Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients. And thanks for finding this program on your podcast app or on iTunes, wherever you listen. Uh, We're grateful and thank you for subscribing to this program and passing the word on to others that we're available each week with a new program. So check us out there at iTunes or other podcast apps healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have. The toll-free number, 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. 
Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Our inspiration comes from God's Word, and you've committed your life to that Word. Let's uh, let's hear a little bit of it, Percy. Our spiritual nugget today, my friend, is found in Ephesians, the third chapter, verse 20. What a great scripture for a great interview today. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than, than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. And we're going to listen to someone that the work of God within this individual far surpassed anything that she could have possibly thought or imagined or asked as God used her mightily. So let's go on location to this pre-recorded interview as Percy talks with a very special person. Well, I am thrilled beyond belief. I know you guys say I say that all the time, and I really do mean it, but this is a special, special, special interview that I'm doing today with a dear friend of mine's, uh, dare I say my spiritual mother, an individual who has worked at Cancer Treatment Centers of America uh, in Chicago for 37 years. Uh, her name is Feli Cooler, and she has been uh, supporting cancer patients working with them in worship services, praying with patients. She has seen and heard so many different things that have happened with cancer patients. Today, I want to welcome my dear friend, Feli. Welcome to the show, sweetie. Thank you. It's really good to have you. I'm excited to talk to you because we've done so much work together. For 17 years, we've worked with each other. Correct. Let's talk about, first and foremost, just a little bit, what do you do? What is your actual job or your role at Cancer Treatment Centers of America? Um, Before, they call us uh, unit secretary, but now we have a new title, uh, patient experience um, coordinator. Okay. You have direct involvement. You see patients every day. You see their caregivers. Correct. You work with the clinicians, you work with the nurses, so you're very much in the hub and the center of activity of patients in the clinical environment while they're experiencing their clinical care. Yes. And that's that's your job, but that's not really your ministry. What you do and what the (laughs) ministry that God has given you and allowed you, and I'm going to tell the story of how we met. When I first came to the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, probably within a year, around 1997 or 98, I believe it was, I remember you walking up to me and introducing yourself to me Uh and telling me who you were. You remember that day? Yes, yes. And you asked me an amazing question. You asked if there would be a way for you to volunteer some of your time to support patients and their caregivers from a spiritual care perspective. Yes. And and I wasn't really sure how to answer that. I was like, well, what is it that you want to do? <laughs> and you said, well, I sing, uh-huh. you know, and, and I'd love to be part of the Wednesday worship, worship services yes. uh, because we were holding uh, worship services at the hospital and I had the opportunity to lead those worship services. Oh, yes. And, and you began to become really my praise and worship leader, my devotional leader, (laughs) you would set the atmosphere and the tone for patients in our Wednesday worship services. Uh, And that's how we really began to become very close and we worked closely with each other. Yes, yes. Uh, Let's first talk about why that was important for you. Why did you ask me 
could you be a part of what we were doing with pastoral care? What was your motivation for that? Really, when I came to this hospital, I knew that the Lord led me here, and the Lord has a purpose for me over here, supporting our patients, not only in their treatment, but spiritually. Yeah. And one day when I saw you, I heard you preach. And I said, I want to be a part of that because there was just life there, energy, mm-hmm. you know. So, and that's really my desire, Lord. I'm here and I desire to be used by you, you know, and touch lives. You know, we give, we tell them, you know, faith and hope. But who is the hope of the world? It's the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that's really the motivating factor, you know, because I want to get involved more, uh-huh. you know, with our patients in that area. Yeah. And and so you, you did. You came right up to me and you yes. said, you know, can I work with you? And will you allow me to, to somehow get involved with the spiritual care of patients? And I said, sure. So we start this relationship. And, and so we'll talk a little bit, what you would do for me, and, and not really for me, but really for the patients, is that you would read scriptures at the worship service, you yes. would do the devotional, Yes. you would set the atmosphere and the tone, and it's important because there are people who are probably listening to this who, who recognize this language because you were, you, you were and are still a very faithful member at a local church in the community, uh-huh. so you understood about the corporate prayer and setting the tone and atmosphere yes. and you did that and would do that for every worship service you would line up the songs and you would work with the uh, musician and you would sing the psalms and 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 music that would really allow patients to engage correct in the spiritual atmosphere um how meaningful was that for you to do that oh it was very meaningful to me and every time i go and minister to people. I said, Lord, you minister to our patients, to the people who will come through us, through us, you know. So it was really very meaningful to me. And Feli, you were there for every Wednesday service, unless you were sick or out of town, you were there every Wednesday. True. You were so faithful, you were so loyal. And then you really began to befriend a lot of the patients and yes. their caregivers. True. And you actually started inviting them to dinner. Yes. Uh, you opened up your home to yes. patients. Yes. Uh, they would come and, and you would take them to your local church for yes. fellowship. Yes. Talk a little bit about what that experience was like. How was that to do that and share that kind of time with these people? In many cases that you didn't know who were from out of town, out yes. of state, that you befriended. Uh-huh. There was one Wednesday service that um, there was a patient, and I was asking the Lord, I said, Lord, I want to be a blessing to our patients, you know. And there was just a, um, a thought or a feeling that, well, I have my house, and we have two empty rooms. <laughs> so I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, lead me to someone, and he did. And I asked the, the patient, and um, she agreed. And uh, the Lord opened up the opportunity that we were able to uh, know her family. Yeah. 
her mom will yeah. come and you know stay with us yeah. and then she all we also saw children yeah and the most important thing is uh, she didn't have any uh, good relationship with he, her father okay and then when she was here the father uh, visited her yeah and they were able to mend that relationship i remember that i remember that, that very relationship, well relationship yeah and Feli, because you're you're really humble and i know you are and that's just one of many type stories and situations of you opening up your heart yes opening up your home uh inviting people to your local church and and we have to give a shout out to uh, to your wonderful husband, Mr. Cooler, uh, <laughs> who's a fan, a wonderful man. I love him, and yes. and so we want to acknowledge because he 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 just will allow you to bring people over to the house yes, and just yes, yes. And, and he will support this type of yes. extended uh, ministry that Ministry. you will provide to patients who uh, did, did not live in this state, who were not yes. from this environment. Mm -hmm. And you began to truly be the hands and feet of Jesus to people oh, who were struggling and yeah. suffering. So this went beyond just the worship services. You began, Correct. you know, you, you had relationships with people while they were in the rooms, while they were in their beds, yes. they knew you. I, and I'm thinking of a particular patient right now, uh, uh, we won't call her name, uh, and I've just recently had a conversation with her after all of this time, who who still mentions, she said, I can remember when I would come and me and my husband and uh, my children, uh, my grandchildren, and, and you and Feli, you would be right there at the worship service, and you guys would yes. pray for me, and, and how Feli would... Uh, after I left, I've been gone from the hospital now many years, now three years, four years. She said, I still see Feli. She still prays for me. She still keeps me lifted up in her prayers. That's the kind of work that you've yes. done off of one conversation that we had <laughs> 17 years ago yes. or so uh, or longer where you said, listen, I want to volunteer and I want to help support patients with their spiritual needs. Amen. Um, You've been here a long time, Feli. How has that impacted you? What have you taken away from that? What have you been able to glean from that? How has that helped you as a person being able to, to love and support God's people like that? Well, I've learned from you that because I grew up uh, in a church and we have the tendency to put God in a box. Yeah. And through your ministry and your preaching, I learned that you could not put God in a box. <sighs> and that really freed me to go and minister to, our, to the people, to our patients. And you know, that really uh, reinforced my faith. <laughs> you know, that He is almighty, He is sovereign. We could not really put Him in a box. Yeah. And I could still remember your um, message, hope. Man, that was really awesome. And even the patients, even right now, in fact, just last month, I saw someone in a shoe store. Mm. And she is cancer-free. Praise God. And uh, she told me that, you know, how are you doing? Yes. And she recalled of our good times. Mm praising and you know there sometimes the discourage and you always say that good things will happen yeah. and we're within this together yeah 
So it's an awesome experience. It's so vast that I could not even, <laughs> you know, explain it. But I just counted a privilege, and I thank the Lord for opening that door for me. And I do too, sweetie. Yes. Feli, I want to say thank you. Uh, I've told you that a million times. I've given you gifts. I've hugged you. I've kissed you. <laughs> I could never repay you, sweetie, for what you brought to the table from your heart and how you helped me with the ministry that God gave me here and the people that we met. Yes. The prayers that we were able to pray. We've laid hands on people. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've blessed people. We've we've seen people get married at the bedside. Yes. I've been part of that. You've Mm -hmm. been part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, We've seen God do amazing things with people inside of a hospital, not at the local church, to mm-hmm. your point. And I want you to know that you have been and were a vital part of all of that. And I am grateful Thank you. for your love. You've ministered to me from a time or two, just encouraging me with the work that we've done. And I thank you, sweetie. You may be just known as a unit secretary, but your reach of ministry has far gone beyond what any unit secretary has ever done in any hospital at any time. So you may have been a unit secretary in the hospital, but you were the president (laughs) of faith and hope, love and encouragement to God's people, sharing the love of God. And I thank you. So with that, do you have any last words or parting words that you want to say to this audience to encourage them with your experience? Yes. I just want to tell you that I'm still listening to the messages that you gave. And the two, one of the two best is uh, the flight of an eagle. Mm. And who told you that? And I always remind our patients that. Who told you that? You know? That was awesome. And I thank the Lord for the privilege of uh, meeting you and giving me the uh, chance to get involved with your ministry. It was a divine meeting yes. and intervention on both of our behalves, and yes. I'm better for it. So thank you. Today you have heard from by far probably the most special person in my ministerial life as a chaplain and as a minister in the healthcare environment. Uh, the one and the only Feli Cooler, 37 years as a unit secretary at Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Chicago, still blessing people, still praying for people, yes. and still holding up the bloodstained banner that, Amen. that the faith and the hope and the love of God can overcome anything. Yes. Be blessed. Be well. My best regards to Mr. Cooler and your family, and thank you for all that you've done. God will not forget the work that you have done over these Praise years, sweetie. The Lord. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. What a tender conversation, Percy, you had with Feli. Uh, how do you really feel about this this lady? <laughs> I love this woman. Um, I have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful natural mother, and I do not throw the word mother out casually, but she, I consider her to be a spiritual mom. Uh, she just has a nurturing, loving tender heart uh, that it is impossible to walk away from her and not feel 
the penetration of God's power upon you when you speak with her and when you talk with her. She is just an unbelievable human being. Well, she encouraged us to not keep God in a box, and we'll unpack that thought in a moment here. You know, that conversation took place at our Chicago area facility with hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa. Cancer Treatment Centers of America takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. I hope you'll visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Feli Cooler, our guest here we heard from today. And uh, boy, it's proof that good things come in small packages. Absolutely. (laughs) Feli is a little bitty, short, tiny thing. Uh, But she's full of the power of God that just exudes, it just pours from her and out of her. And uh, again, when you walk into her presence, you are going to be hit with a wave of God's love like you've never experienced. Well, she talked about not keeping God in a box. Can we talk about that? Yeah. You may have noticed that Feli had an accent. Feli is from the Philippines. And so she comes from a pretty traditional culture. And that's also true from a religious perspective. And she came to the United States many, many, many years ago and married Mr. Cooler. And uh, and, and they have started a life in, 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 in the States. But, you know, she got saved and started going to church. And when we met, uh, we would talk. We would have very in-depth conversation because she's very uh, inquisitive. She, she would always ask me questions. And we would just then talk about different concepts and principles about God that she would say to me, hmm, I never really thought about that like that before. Or that's kind of different than how I was taught that. And I remember one day uh, it motivated me to kind of share a sermon and a message, you know, don't put God in a box. Mm -hmm. And as she stated in the interview, she said it was one of the most uh, earth shattering sermons that she ever had because for her, uh, it helped free her up a little bit with regard to particularly ministry inside of a hospital healthcare setting in particular, because we know, Wayne, and we've talked about it many times before that historically, uh, what we've understood to be somewhat of a strained relationship with the healthcare community and the faith community. And, you know, does real ministry actually happen inside of the four walls of a hospital? Mm-hmm. And and she was somewhat of the belief that, you know, real ministry happens inside of the church. And so uh, when she asked me if she could be a part of what I would be doing, and I was brand new, uh, she said, I just want to be involved in this. There's something I think that's happening. There's some energy here. And it really 
opened her up to the idea of things that she could not imagine would actually happen inside of a healthcare environment from a ministerial perspective. And then she talked about, and we talked about, so many things that she did, that she prayed, laying hands on individuals, taking in individuals. And I want to clarify that just a little bit. Uh, sometimes there would be patients who would be struggling with their hotel bill, or they would come, sh- they would c- oh, fall I short see. of some of their okay, finances. Sure. And and she would sense that there was some tension and anxiety, and she felt led by the Spirit of God to reach out to those individuals and open up her home to them. You know, she just didn't walk up to people and say, come to my house kind of thing. But it would be based upon people having crisis and struggling through, well, I'm not sure if I can afford my ho- my uh, hotel bill stay, but I have to stay here another three days to do my chemotherapy or et cetera. And so she would open up her home. And just the relationships that she developed that in many cases she felt were as powerful or more impactful than some relationships she had at her local church. Percy, there's someone listening who says, yeah, but I, I'm not in that position. I, I'm, I don't have that, that inroad into the hospital. What, what can I possibly do? And what I would say to you is exactly how the conversation unfolded with Feli and I Dare to ask yourself and dare to ask the Lord, is there something that I can do? This is important. We need to quit telling other people's testimonies and trying to live other people's ministerial testimonies. Everybody's journey and thus everybody's calling and thus everybody's ministry is uniquely different. The fundamental question is, as Feli did, you know, five foot nothing, walked up to this big six foot four (laughs) man. She simply dared to ask the question, can I be a part of whatever it is? She asked the question. It's no accident you are where you are. So ask God what you can do where you are. Where you are, start where you are, and let the Lord lead you and direct you in a path. It could be with a local organization in your community. It may be somebody's local church. I don't know. But God is not limited. Therefore, God is not in a box. And we need to unpack God and take him out of the box that we've placed him in, that that God only does certain things at certain places with certain individuals. I dare someone listening today to dare ask the question, Lord, can I get involved? Show me how and show me where. I know how much she means to you and how much she influenced your own ministry, but I have a feeling you had a big part in her ministry as well. Well, that that's according to 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 Feli. At the end of the day, um, I, I, I may appear to be a very verbose kind of outspoken kind of jovial kind of guy but deep down inside I'm I'm very much an introvert. I'm the most introverted extrovert that you'll ever meet. Uh, I love the sanctity and the quietness of my home. I like spending time by myself. And at the end of the day if there was something that I said and did that blessed Felly then that that will be according to her but I will stand tall to say that there were many occasions, days that I were down, days that I was tired, days that I was weary, that she lifted my spirit. Yeah, I can see that. She lifted my spirit like like a like a son hmm. and just nurtured God's love to me in ways that I cannot ever, would never be able to repay her. And how important that God put her in your life early in your ministry. Absolutely. And helped in many ways to help shape and define that hospital ministry. It, it, it was widely known and 
and understood even after I left the hospital, you know, now three, four years ago, you know, people would still come and be like, where's Feli? You know, I need to talk to Feli today. Well, well, can somebody call Feli to come pray for me? So she became part of the fabric of ministry within the, the clinical environment in a way that even when I was gone, she was still very much and is still very much actively engaged in spiritually supporting patients in that environment. Outstanding. And you've gone on to do so many things to encourage all of us. One of the things that you're doing is the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network. You've really encouraged uh, leaders to get involved. You know, Philly is just doing what she does where she does it. But, you know, leaders can have an impact as well. And again, uh, calling all pastors, calling all spiritual leaders, please uh, consider joining our leadership network. It's free. Uh, We provide resources, online resources, and a monthly communication around the cancer conversation and faith and how how you can be empowered where you are in your church, in your community, and with your constituency to make a difference and make cancer ministry a priority inside of your sphere of influence. Joining the Ministry Leaders Network is absolutely free. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page and then sign up for the Ministry Leaders Network. Also, sign up to receive our free resource from our website. You can download it right now. Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients is available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Let's go back to the scripture. Well, let's close strong. And again, now this scripture should come alive inside of those who have heard this interview. Ephesians, the third chapter, verse 20, it says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine— Philly just asked one little simple question, how can I get involved? But yet what God unfolded and opened unto her and to the patients that she ministered to, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we all ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Feli, I love you. You are a dynamo and being used by God. Boy, she's encouraged us today. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae. Percy, what are you going to do now? Listen, I'm going to go get my axe because I've got to chop some wood, my All right, friend. you get busy at that. <laughs> and we'll join you next time here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncologist information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.